Hey, pop punk enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. For all of my new friends joining in today, hey, I'm Sydney. And like I said, I'm the host of this podcast. If you are just venturing on us today, this podcast is intended for promoting small artists and women in the scene specifically. So if you fit either of those criteria, if you are a woman in music, if you are a small artist or both, and you are looking for a little extra promotion, make sure you go to poppunkpromo.com and fill out one of our featured artist inquiry forms and you could get a featured artist segment right here on Pop Punk Promo. We try to keep our featured artist interviews somewhere in the realm of pop punk, but honestly, that is such a wide genre. Sometimes we get a little bit of alt rock, sometimes we get a little bit of alt pop, a little bit of pop rock, you know, we get a lot of different genres blended into the pop punk genre. So even if you think that your music might not be quite pop punk enough, there's a good chance that I'll still really enjoy it and think that it's a good fit for the podcast. So make sure if you really want that interview to submit the inquiry form on poppunkpromo.com. Even if you're not a musician looking for promo, I highly suggest checking out my website, poppunkpromo.com, because there is a lot of really good information on there. I've got every single artist that I've featured and interviewed posted on there in order and in what episode you can catch them on. I also have a bunch of different playlists for whatever mood you're feeling. I've got them organized by season. I've got some badass women playlists. I've got it all. So make sure you check out the website poppunkpromo.com for everything involving the podcast. We release new episodes every single week on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if this is your first time listening to Pop Punk Promo, I highly recommend checking out all of our other episodes. I think we have about 30 episodes out now, which is absolutely insane. And every single one features an incredible small artist that you should definitely check out. We also have a merch store available where you can get a cool t-shirt or some stickers to show your pop punk promo pride. And speaking of pride, we're going to release an LGBTQIA plus friendly shirt. And that's going to come out very soon, hopefully by the end of this week. And we will be donating 15% of all profits to the Trevor Project, which is the number one leading organization in preventing suicide in LGBTQIA plus youth. If you are interested in donating to the Trevor Project or just getting a really cool t-shirt and maybe some stickers as well, please consider purchasing this t-shirt as soon as it is available. I am so proud to be a member of the LGBTQIA plus community and to help support my fellow members of the community. You can find all Pop Punk Promo merch available at poppunkpromo.store. And with that, let's get into some Pop Punk news. This week, a really gigantic tour was announced and the people that will be the most excited about this are people who have been a member of the scene for a very long time. This lineup is the perfect blend of nostalgia and current pop punk musicians. 
This tour is presented by Emo Night LA, and it features Boys Like Girls as the main headliner, and this tour is called the Speaking Our Language Tour. The openers are State Champs, Four Years Strong, 303, The Summer Set, The Ready Set, Lolo, Every Avenue, Say We Can Fly, and Max Bemis. I saw this tour lineup and I absolutely lost my mind. Like, Boys Like Girls are one of the most iconic pop punk bands of all time. And they're bringing along some incredible bands with them. Like, Four Years Strong, 303, The Summer Set, and The Ready Set, and Every Avenue are all bands that have been around for at least a decade. And they are very classic to old pop punk. State Champs is a band that has been around in more recent years and gained a lot of fame in the last few years of Warp Tour. And I am so excited that they are going to be on the tour. I believe they're going to be on the entire tour. So one thing I didn't mention before is that even though all of these artists are listed on the flyer, they are not going to be at every single date. You're going to have to look at the flyer more closely to see who will be in your city and where you may want to travel to if there is an artist that you really hope to catch. I'm really excited to see Lolo on the lineup because she is one of the women in the scene who is just progressively getting more and more popular. And it's amazing to see a strong woman on this lineup because there really isn't a lot of female representation besides Jess Bowen of the summer set. So it's really nice to see Lolo on here. The Speaking Our Language tour will occur this fall from September through October. And it will be all across the United States and a little bit of Canada. So they will be starting in Charlotte, North Carolina on September 17th. And then they will be going all the way through the United States, a little bit of Canada. And they will be ending in Raleigh, North Carolina on November 1st. For those of you that aren't familiar with Emo Night LA, it is basically like a traveling DJ set and it features emo music. So they go around to different cities, they play a bunch of emo bops, you go out with some of your best friends, you dress up, you put on your best emo makeup, your best emo outfit, and it is just the best. It is so fun. Like, Emo Night has come here to Minneapolis several times, and it is just the best time. You take all of your emo homies, you dress up, you put on makeup, and you just jam out to some of the best emo anthems. And it is so cool that this organization has put together this incredible lineup of musicians to go on tour. I, I just am so geeked about it. I can't wait. Make sure you check out the Emo Night Instagram for the official lineup and to find out if this incredible tour is coming anywhere near you and which bands you can expect to see at your city. Next here on our news segment, I'm going to go over some pop punk release radar with you. So this week, we've got new songs from Concrete Castles, Daisy Grenade, Hallucine, Yellow Card, Hannah Duckworth, Magnolia Park, and 408. There's also new music from Zeph, Elliot Lee, Make Out, Heart Attack Man, Charlotte Sands, Failed to Ignite, and Arrows in Action. 
Each of those incredible pop punk musicians that I just listed has released a brand new single sometime in the last week or so, and they appeared on my new release radar on Spotify. Now, I highly recommend you check out every single one of the bands I listed, whether it's the new song or if you just had never heard of them before. Each one of them is so incredibly talented. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, it is time for us to move on to our featured artist segment. I am so excited to bring you guys another incredible interview this week. This week, we interviewed a pair of extremely talented women that are just a couple members of an incredible small band. So I am very excited to share them with you guys this week. And without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is Vern. All right, everybody, we are here today with a couple members of Vern. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Yeah, we're doing great. How are you, Sydney? Fantastic. I'm doing amazing. I'm so glad to have you guys on the podcast today. Do you guys want to just give us an introduction of yourselves to the listeners, um, your pronouns, your names, where you guys are from, all of that stuff? Okay. Um, my name is Juliana. My friends call me G. Um, I'm the front woman and one of the songwriters in Vern. I go by she. And um, I am originally from Boston, Massachusetts, but I have been down in Nashville seven years now. Okay. Yeah, no, my name is Rose. I play bass for Vern. I joined the band back in December and I moved down to Nashville in October. So my pronouns nice. are she, her, hers. And um, I've been playing a number of instruments for a very long time. I was in a cover band before I joined Vern back in North Carolina. And um, so music's just my passion. That's why I moved down here to cultivate it. Nice. I love that so much. And honestly, like Nashville seems to be the place to go for music nowadays. Like I, I've definitely considered moving out there myself. Like it, it seems like the place to be. So that's nice. It really is. It is. I, I moved down here when I was 18 and I started working in country music and kind of crawled my way up and out. Um, and so <laughs> I think it's like if you're tenacious and you don't, you know, you don't get picky about what you want to take as an opportunity, you'll do well down here. Um, it's definitely yeah. like, you know, there, there's there's two sides to every coin. Right. Because there's a lot of opportunity, but it's also super oversaturated. So yeah. <laughs> it's it really it really just depends. I, I mean, we were talking today. She said is she in Nashville. I said no. And she said, oh, that's good. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of glad to be talking <laughs> to someone outside of Nashville, you know, and kind yeah. of expand our network a bit. So it's it's, it's both, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I get that for sure. I, I feel like I've talked to so many people who are either from Nashville or have moved to Nashville specifically for music. And yeah, it is kind of nice to like see where music is besides like Nashville and L.A., you know, or like New York. Like it's yeah, it, it's fun. Like I, I feel like there's a lot of music lovers here in Minnesota, but this the scene could definitely be a little bit bigger. So I, I'm hoping to get some people out here eventually. That would be super cool. But, you know, for now. People are afraid of the cold. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a cold person. It's the only reason why I wouldn't move up north. Dude, <laughs> it's, it, it's so oh brutal in the winter. I will not lie. Like, like this winter was like the snowiest winter we had, or one of the snowiest on record, I think, which was terrible. But yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, but right now it's not cold. You know, it's it's we're reaching summer. It just gets kind of humid. So, you know, we're vibing though. We get humid <laughs> down here in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other day i was like oh god is this what it's going to be like in august or it's going to be like 10 times worse like uh, like this in right. may help us oh all like yeah literally <laughs> feel that all right guys so how long have you been making your own music and how did you guys kind of get started as a band um so individually i've been writing songs since i was 16 how about you i've so, been writing songs for a very long time i'd say it's, nice. well like seriously writing music i'd say about 18 nice okay so this project originally kind of started if we're talking about Vern in particular um it started in about 20 2019 um where i was you know really starting to go by Vern, um and then starting to write songs that you have here you can hear on our ep the little baby versions of those and that was by myself um and then i got involved with a producer his name is gusty escalante down here in nashville he's wonderful i have nothing but nice things to say about gusty and he kind of helped me flush out some of my sound moving forward um we i met a couple of folks who were um you know, in some of the initial founders of Vern who are still in Vern. And then uh, we have a member that like dipped out and that's cool. Totally all on friendly terms. Um, We kind of started to make it what it was as a band. And what's interesting about it is we focused solely on writing and performance for about a year before we even went into recording music. Um, And so from there, you know, we met Tommy Marshall, who's our rhythm guitarist, and Gabe Sanchez, who has played every instrument in Vern, and now he is our lead guitarist. Wow. Um, so oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe is, like, our utility man, and we are very grateful for him. So <laughs> We're grateful for Tommy, We're grateful for Tommy, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that you know, Tommy, Tommy is also one of our primary songwriters. I would say he's probably had the most hand in that since, but moving forward. Um, so... We kind of started that, moved it forward, and then we realized we really needed a serious drummer. We met Hunter Curry back in September, mm-hmm. October-ish, and then uh, December we met Rose. Um, nice. Moving back backwards again because I'm ADHD <laughs> as hell and my timeline's <laughs> whack. Uh, we actually ended up recording our EP at the end of October, so we moved quickly. We wrote um, one song fully as a full unit with Hunter included um, mm. as a full band, and that would be Curling Iron. You can hear that one in our EP. And then moving forward, we found that we work best as a unit, so everything from now on will be done full circle writing. But, I mean, Tommy has been playing instruments for very long time he's been in a couple other bands that kind of did well out in k and kc area and then gabe is playing music his whole life and hunter is like so trained he's kind of like like yeah he's like our music director truthfully so (laughs) we really have like a whole ragtag team of peeps here (laughs) you do so much talent there too like every one of you seems to do a bunch of different things you've got like multi-instrumentalists like that's that's so cool like and if someone were to get like sick or something, you know, I, I feel like that would make it even better for you guys. You could have someone just kind of hop on and just be like, hey, I know what I'm doing, kind of like. <laughs> yeah, for the, most, cool. for the most part. But we don't honestly like what's really unique about our band and like Rose will back me up on this. We're like friends first. And a lot yeah. of our decisions come from that, which is very rare. Um, We are friends first. So if someone is sick or unavailable, we don't tend to take the gig because yeah. we 
truly feel as though we are a unit and we lose something when one of us is not there. We're like, you know, that's, that is something when I moved from being a solo artist to being in a band, it was something I was very, very serious on. I said, I want this to be collaborative. I want this to be our band, not the Juliana show and company. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's, that's so fair too. And I love that you guys are, are so close that way because I, I definitely know, or you see a ton of bands out there who, will like continue to perform without a member so that that honestly is super cool and that you guys are just literally so cohesive that you're like yeah we can't do it without this other person like that that's awesome i love that right nice all right um how would you guys kind of describe your personal brand and music style surrounding Vern? that's a good question i mean we've got you know quite an eclectic type of feel but it's also (laughs) very like I guess, nostalgia based, like we're all, you know, 90s babies, you know, we grew up in the time periods of cassette tapes and just CDs. Hit that and, cusp. I'm a little younger yeah, than the rest of the them. Baby. I'm the, the baby. baby. I'm 98 and the rest of them are they're yeah. older so they're oh yeah. okay so you're 98 i i'm actually a 2000 baby so i oh, i'm wow. i missed wow. the 90s i missed the 90s by like a month and two days so oh, wow. it's fine okay. but that's okay you know. <laughs> i'm like i like pretend like they're all older than me and so like like we pull a lot from nostalgia i would say like nostalgia and really laid back like one of the things that we're very big on is like we don't want to be an inaccessible band we want people to see our branding and to see our vibe and be like wow these guys are taking it seriously but it also looks like i could go up to any of them talk to them have a beer with them and like also like production like we want our stuff to look like anyone can do that stuff because we really do believe that you know the best music comes from the people who are kind of just trying to fucking figure it out right yeah, absolutely just absolutely. relatable just to be able to relate to other people and yeah. write and you know produce in a way that is relatable i was gonna say that spills into the music right because on instagram you can see we're very goofy like we're very much like ourselves yeah but a lot of the songwriting as of you know, right now, the, this EP, I wrote a majority of the lyrics. Rose has started to write a lot of lyrics. I only write about what I know about. And a lot of that mm-hmm. is my mental health. And a lot of that is my struggle with mental health. Yeah. Um, and so I would say our our brand is approachable. And then hopefully, maybe you'll take something from the song. So hopefully, right. maybe. I know my biggest thing is I always feel crazy. Like, I feel crazy when I get <laughs> modes maybe you won't feel as crazy because someone else feels that way too if i yeah. one literally know it's cliche if one person de-escalates from just a moment of mania i'm happy yeah that's so beautiful honestly like because especially like me and so many other people they take music so so much to heart and so personally so like it is very very important to have music that relates to other people and that connects you to them because then they'll actually like they'll feel you you know and and they'll they'll feel more connected to what you're saying so i love that yeah that's so beautiful um are you guys currently signed to a label at all or are you guys independent we're independent as independent (laughs) amazing yes takers burn would love to chat (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, looks good (laughs) yeah do you guys like being independent at all or like i mean obviously you guys basically just expressed like you would like to have a label but like do you guys enjoy kind of the creative freedom you get from being independent right now truthfully yeah at least in my opinion i feel that being independent for as long as possible is like a good notion to take because you know 
you want to have that creative freedom and you want to be able to, you know, put yourself out there enough to where people know what you're about until get to the point of, you know, being ready to sign a label, like sign on with a label. This is kind of the piggyback on that. Um, I've worked, like I said, in country, Christian music, a lot of other genres. And I had a mentor a while back who I actually just reconnected with, which is awesome. And one of the biggest things he said to me is, you do not need a manager until a manager reaches out and says that they need you. So as much as we would absolutely love to be, you know, signed to a label, a good label should believe in you and let you run with it. And I've worked at labels and I I, I worked at um, Big Loud Records as a data analyst and in promo, and I watched some of what they did with their artists. And they, they, their writing process, they let those guys run. So if you, if you are a label that supports creativity, and you have put yourself in a position where you say, "I know my worth, I know my value, and I know what our music brings to the table," right. then yeah, of course I want to be signed to a label because they're supposed to be there to help you, yeah. you know. And so I think the biggest thing is we enjoy the creative aspect of it, and we will continue enjoy the creative aspect of it throughout our career because I can't say we never will make a mistake but I I know but all of us are very very about people first so if we don't like the vibe we're getting we're not going to take that path because yeah. it's it's not how we roll and I think people forget that this is your life that you live as well as doing mm-hmm. a music thing and we're not gonna we're not gonna deteriorate our quality of life and our beliefs just because it's a good opportunity we're not ever gonna do that right yeah and I mean, just to say you know a little bit more about that too you know you just hear a bunch of horror stories about like musicians who get signed on the labels and then they're just not what they used to be you know what I oh mean? absolutely oh. yeah you know, yeah. they don't have the opportunity to, you know, express that creative freedom that they once did. And that's, you know, that also plays a factor into it. So once we get to that point where, like you said, like, you mm-hmm. know, manager approaches us and needs us rather than it be the other way around, then, you know, we would like to have that creative freedom still to still present ourselves the way that we actually are without like selling ourselves out. You know, on the flip side, it'll be cool to see who we can collaborate with. We're very collaborative. Like we're like we said, we're all writers. We're all we all we have a producer that we work with out in Florida and we can talk more about him later. But um, we we I would love to see what that brings to the table, because I believe that I'm the person who I am today because of people in my life. So I would love to see who else we could bring into that fold and maybe their inspiration, you know, Uh, but you know, there's always that scary thing. It's like, you know, punk, pop punk. We're like, yeah, we're independent, man. Like labels, like, (laughs) man. Yeah. A medium within that, you know, yeah. I think that's honestly a really admirable take though, because like, yeah, you want to be yourselves and you want to be who you are and you don't want you don't want to change because a label or someone else is telling you that you're not fitting whatever box they want to put you in, right? So like I definitely I find that a super admirable take where you're like, yeah, if if the right person comes along and the right the right brand comes along and they support us like that that is 100% the way you should do it, I think. And that's awesome. And, but I'm and honestly, constructive criticism, Sydney. Yeah. Like, none of us say that we know yeah. everything. We're very much like, if someone comes along and they're like, this is great, but we'll be like, all right, you know what? You might be right. Like, yeah. you really none might. None of us are proud. It, it Our happens. phone overheated. You know, we're too hot over here <laughs> in the burning car. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. All of a sudden, you guys are just frozen. And I was like, is it going to come back? I don't know. <laughs> no, my phone literally overheated. Like I said, um, we are on a film set today. One of our good friends and our um, one of our massive helps with content, she does films and she's an actress. So we are paying our dues and helping her PA for her film today. Yeah. 
That's so awesome. That's so awesome. I I love like creative stuff like that so much. And honestly, like, thank you for still coming out and like oh, doing yeah. an interview despite all of that. Because I I know I would probably be like, oh my god, I'm too busy. I don't know if we can make it work. Blah blah blah. But you guys are you guys are doing it flawlessly. So well, oh, thanks, girl. Flawlessly in yourselves, the technology maybe not, but that is okay. Uh-huh. As long as you can hear us and you can splice it together, that's all that really matters, right? It will it will be all right. Yes, it will be all right. Um, so then I guess my my next question for you guys. Um, so obviously you guys are both women or like the leads in a band. Um, how has being like women affected your guys' success? Have you guys felt any any pushback or any struggle with that at all? Well, when I first started playing music, like back in North Carolina, I used to play with another band in a cover band. And, you know, there was a lot of pushback, like, you know, as far as like demeaning your intelligence because you're a woman and you don't know your stuff. Like mm-hmm. I remember like my old drummer used to be a girl and well, she still is. But <laughs> she, I remember this guy walked up to her and was like trying to tell her how to use her drumsticks. And she's yeah. like, I know what I'm doing, dude. Like, you know, so stuff like that, you know, that's happened here and there. But I, you know, personally never let it affect me because oftentimes that says more about the person that's talking to you rather than about yourself. And it is a societal standard that we do have to, you know, struggle with, but also keep in mind and, you know, push back ourselves whenever it happens, you know, because we are women in a world that is dominated by men most of the time. So, yeah. It is something that we have to keep in mind and it's something that, you know, we just need to further educate ourselves on. And so whenever situations like that happen, then, you know, we slap back with whatever knowledge we have. And, you know, it's not about like, oh, I'm smarter than you or Mm -hmm. I'm this and that because I have a vagina. But it's more or less, (laughs) like, you know, if that happens, then, you know, you can hold your own. No, I was like, I feel like it's more just proving that you that you are capable and that just because you're a woman you're not like you're not unable to do the things that our male counterparts could do you know like it's 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 more about being like I'm here there's a place for me at the table and you know right that so my thing is like I'm kind of on the flip right like I actually had to chill out because I, I'm, I'm a very large personality. <laughs> uh, you spend 10 minutes with me, you'll figure that out. Not everybody's cup of tea, but I got a good heart. And There's nothing wrong with that, though. Well, girl, like. I, worked, I worked a lot of PA events. I worked a lot of live events in, in country music, which is a very male-dominated field. Yeah. Um, I'm cutthroat in, in a way. Like, I'm kind, but I'm cutthroat. You do not fuck with me. People yeah. do not fuck with me. And yeah. when they do, I kindly tell them to sit back. It's been a lot kinder since Rose has been in my life because it's <laughs> in check. Um, but Your battles. I think for me, people, like, I've always kind of run with the fake it till you make it kind of thing. And so I haven't seen as much of that. I think more of my struggle has come from internally and having that stigmatism and being like, oh, shit, like, I don't know if I can run with the guys in this one. Um, I mean... I will say I was, I I almost set myself back. I was like, I will never have another girl in this band. I don't think that that will ever happen. (laughs) Never, 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 never. And I met Rose and immediately we were all like, she's the right fit. Yeah. So like I'm almost my own worst enemy with that because I'm so 
I have so much masculine energy sometimes that I forget <laughs> that it's okay to, to lean into that feminine side and work with other women. So it's been something that yeah. Rose has opened up my eyes to and really helped me open those doors. And I think it's because she's a little bit older than me. So she got well, more like, <laughs> we're also like kind of the same in mental, like, you know, mentality too. It's just, you know, maybe I am a little older, but we are pretty similar, like in our approaches to things and like, you know, how we think. So it makes sense, but she's more chill. We're also both. <laughs> days which is like which is crazy so I think it's just like having the right people around you and like for so long I was like oh it's like it's I don't get along with other women no I just wasn't around with women that weren't like me yeah that's yeah and that's fair it's it's the same thing with like dating and boys like oh well that (laughs) sucks or that sucks maybe they didn't suck they just weren't right for you yeah exactly like that's the biggest thing and that's the maturity piece that I'm trying to be better at every day and um, you know, I think being women, we're more conscious of that. So it's harder for us, I believe. And I, I'm not like saying we're, again, we're smarter because we have badges, but uh, <laughs> I think that we're more in tune with our emotions sometimes, at least outwardly. And we're thinking of others all the time. So sometimes it's harder for us simply because we're, we're always concerned about those around us. Right. And I, you know, that's just like you said, like it's more emotionally based for us because that's kind of the society we're brought up in, you know, men are mm-hmm. taught to be like hard, not show emotion. And like, that's why they're like, nine set tends to be a little more like towards realistic like realistic uh, aspects but like with women we're like taught to feel those emotions and like grow Mm -hmm. up that way so that's just like warps our mentality to some degree but you know it can also work in your favor like it doesn't always have to be a negative thing yeah 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 exactly um so I guess have you guys really felt like a lot a lot of pushback I guess like as as you're growing as musicians have you guys felt a lot of like like people telling you you can't do anything at all or have you guys have you guys felt it in that way uh not with me personally no not in this band i've been told that i'm very very good at the business side of things and i was Mm -hmm. having a lot of success and getting really great opportunities and working my ass off behind the scenes and so people were like you're so good at this why would you ever want to leave and it's like and i wasn't really showing (laughs) my potential performance wise and so yeah like Oh, like, don't do that. But it's never really been. And, you know, like, I I will say Rose and I are both really strong, confident women. So, no. Yeah. 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 I don't feel that. And we practice and we talk about what we do know and what we don't know. We ask for help. Yeah. Always. And that's been a huge struggle of mine, like personally, like asking for help in general. Like yeah, I don't like to ask for help. I like I, I'm the same way. <laughs> like, but sometimes you need to. Sometimes you need to like be like, okay, well, this is so much for me and I do need to ask for help. And it's not putting a burden on someone because I need help. But I think know? like I'm talking like speaking, like we both struggle with that personally, but I'm talking about professionally. Like yeah, professionally. We, she too. and I like I know that I can sing and she's a sick ass bass player and a sick writer. <laughs> she can actually sing too. So I'm confident in those skills. What I'm yeah. not as good at is theory. So I'm never going to yeah. come out here guns a blazing and say I'm the most amazing. And I think that that's why people respect us, right? Because Rose and I are both very confident in what we do. And I'm going to come to the table with everything I know. And then with what I don't know, I'm going to be completely transparent about it. And I'm going to try to sponge and absorb. And that's yeah. why I think people do 
respect us. And we haven't had that pushback because we're not trying to bullshit our way through things. We're trying to learn and we're trying to add value where we can, you know? So I think that's really as much as we can possibly say on that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. And like, yeah, you, you guys are very confident women. Like I can, I can literally see that through the screen. Like you guys are very (laughs) confident and I haven't met either of you in person yet, but I know if I, if I had no idea who you were anything and you, I, I would be probably afraid to approach you just because you are very confident. <laughs> no, like, no, we've heard that all the time. We're literally, the first time we've heard that. We look like Dobermans, but girl, we are golden retrievers. That's so like, funny. It's true. <laughs> it, but honestly, that's the best quality to have because you don't want people to like fuck with you if you know, like you don't want that. But obviously, if they approach you, you want to show them you have a kind heart. So I think that's like that's the best way to be. You know, like. She's definitely more approachable than, well, actually, I don't know. Because sometimes you have RBF and then sometimes I'm just like, like, do I want to approach the the quiet bitch or the loud bitch? I think for me personally, I've I've always been very shy, especially as like a a kid. And I grew out of that a lot more um, as I became an adult. But like a, a lot of really loud and outspoken people at first freak me out I'm like whoa how are you so just like confident all the time you know exactly what to say to people because I'm so not that way especially at first you know so it's yeah that's crazy that's a lot of that is presentation like a lot of that is a lot of false confidence and I've learned to keep myself more and be more approachable because I am loud but I'm loud in what I'm confident in now so much of our EP that we wrote are songs about me being like yo I'm fucked up in the head and like it's not everything (laughs) that it seems and please know that I don't have these things all together and I always I always joke with my girlfriends sometimes when I'm struggling I'm struggling externally and sometimes that comes off as being manic so you have to remember like just because someone is loud doesn't mean that we're actually more confident sometimes we just want people to approach us because we don't really know what to do with all that energy and sometimes it's a fake until you make it kind of deal too like I mean that's one thing that like really got like as far as me personally like getting over like stage fright like I used to have horrible stage fright like yeah when I first you don't (laughs) want to see the first show I ever played it was fucking it was terrible 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 but I was just so like just paralyzed with fear but like you know it was kind of like a like i said fake it till you make it but also like sometimes you have to jump into the fear in order for you to not fear it anymore like you have to push through that fear because that's all it is like fear is just like anxiety like building up in you and it's just anxiety what is that just like lies that your head tells you that doesn't make sense like and so that's kind of where I like, you know, separate the two. I'm really good with like separating my emotions from shit. So I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to do it. And then just, it'll be great. Cheers. And I'm just going to like not. tell myself <laughs> that it's going to be great. Even if it's shit, it's still going to be great. And oftentimes <laughs> it ends up being perfectly fine, if not better than what I expected. Oh yeah. Like last night we were trying to make merch and it was going so bad. And she was like, it's good. It's just, I'm like, no, these look awful. Like we're ditching these. She's like, no, they're great. Just trust the process. I'm like, no, they're shit. Wipe them all off. So- <laughs> we're making compacts for our EP release and we're like, personalizing them so they're all gonna have our signatures on them and uh we were we were putting our lipstick kisses on them and sealing them with acrylic it did not work the way it was supposed to i was oh my God. To throw that shit out the window but they're gonna be cool and they're that done. is yeah. such a cute idea i love that so much oh my god that's so yeah. unique i've literally never even heard that before that's amazing so oh, i love that big brain energy oh my god that that would mean so much. Oh my god, you guys are so sweet. Thank you. Of course. 
All right, we're gonna we're gonna switch the conversation a little bit here, and I want to ask you guys what musicians inspire your personal music style, and who are some of your favorite artists? Just kind of pull inspiration from. Uh, mine's yeah. weird. Yeah, Ooh. mine's weird. But you can go first. <laughs> um, okay. So songwriter wise, believe it or not, a lot of this stuff, and actually we share this in common, is Southern rock. Um, okay. I'm from Boston, but my favorite band is The Band. Um, they're like an old 60s band. They used to play with Bob Dylan. Um, and it's because my dad and my uncle got me into them. And that's how I started to mm-hmm. learn very basic guitar. I play cowboy chords, which are like C, E, F, G. But the, all their songs tell stories. And so I kind of grew up with that. Um, and then I shifted over to hair metal because that's what Ooh. my mom likes, and she loves poison. And I am dramatic as all ghetto. I'm a Leo. Um, so <laughs> I love that performance piece. And I was like, okay, well, how can I tell a story while still kind of being flamboyant and fun and myself? Um, and that's kind of where I found Alanis Morissette. Yes. And from So there, outspoken. Oh my God. Outspoken, and she's doing the goddamn most, but she's not in your face about it. So <sighs> for me, she tells a story. She's brutally honest, just like the Southern rock stuff. But she's also doing the performance aspect just by being herself, just like the hair metal stuff. And so that's where I get a lot of my lyrical stuff. Vocally, I did 12 years of classical, like, musical theater training. And then I kind of found my sound through trial and error. And, of course, like, I can't not put Haley Williams in there, you know, (laughs) because she's one of the big girls for me. But also Heart, like the 80s band Heart. Yeah. um, That's a huge inspiration vocally for me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love all of those answers and I, I I always love when someone says Alanis Morissette because like my my mom freaking loves her and I she's just such a powerful woman that like I feel like a lot of people will forget about sometimes and I'm like she's so iconic in so many ways that yeah that's amazing she made the seat at the table for women she like did. myself um and Rose before we were really accepted there and I love mm-hmm. that she wears t-shirts on stage, you know, yeah. and, and that's kind of the piece of the hair metal that I didn't personally like. I don't like to be all flashy. I wanted to shine and I realized I have a large personality. And so that's what should shine on stage. Yeah. And I, yeah. I started to watch clips of her and actually Gwen Stefani too. I'm yeah. playing with no doubt. And I was watching those women just be them damn selves. And I was like, yo, I can do that. Very similarly, like I grew up in North Carolina, so like you know, Southern rock was a huge pillar in my life as well. And so, like Leonard Skinner and Jim Croce, and like you know, just like singer songwriter stuff. Like I grew up listening to like Simon and Garfunkel, and you know, ABBA and the Beatles, and you know, Queen stuff like that. You know, and Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin came along. I got into like a lot of heavy rock, like classic rock and stuff like that. You know, so I still listen to that stuff to this day. You know, but like my tastes had like changed as I got older. And then like, you know, I discovered Nirvana and Hole, and, you know, very similarly, like with how Alanis Morissette made a room for women at the table for music. Like I feel the same way about Courtney Love. And I don't feel yeah. like a lot of people, Ooh, that may controversial, be, that's a controversial But the thing is like, she was unapologetically herself. And yeah, she had a lot of trouble. She had a lot of issues, but like I can relate to her because she, you know, I didn't have a great childhood growing up. She didn't have a great childhood growing up, you know, and she, you know, not capitalized on that, but capitalized on that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and made like a voice for women and like that, like dirt and that grit, like, and that, you know, you don't have to be this like pretty pageant beauty to be like a woman that's desirable or like somebody who's worth it or like worth the time. Um, So that's one. And, you know, 
I do love Nirvana too. And I feel like that's a lot of people are going to be like, you know, oh, you can't love Nirvana and Hole at the same time. Well, I'm <laughs> exhibit A. Like, I love them both for very different reasons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel that way about Kurt Cobain. Like, his songwriting style is very relatable. His, like, he was not like a flashy person. And I love, like, you know, the hair, the hair metal scene. Like, I love that shit. Motley Crue and Poison. Like, that's fucking awesome. Those are my two but- favorite. You, you think my two favorite? I don't know. <laughs> But like, we're also, spending like, too much time together. That's why <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> but also, you know, like he would just go up on stage wearing clothes that he would been wearing for the last three days and go play fucking big ass venues doing that shit because it wasn't about like what you looked like. It was about like what the music and how you can make other people feel. And like that's something Kurt was very like serious about too. Was you know relating to you know the youth, relating to the misfits, relating to the people that don't have a voice, and you know. And then also, I love Tupac. I, you knew I was gonna. I was just. I knew, but I was like, "When is he coming?" When? That's like, I love '90s rap so much, and like Tupac is definitely one of my favorites. Like, I mean, his lyrical like content is just so like relatable as well. It's rich, and it's rich, and it's very raw. Like, it's very raw. It's like it's not sugar-coated it's not filtered it's just yeah. you know this is what's going on in the world this is what we need to be aware of this is what we need to do to change it and like that's something that i use in my own like lyrical you know what i write too so we'll see how that impacts the band because i've i've stayed very far away from anything with a the political theme yeah just yeah. a person but I don't want to get down that rabbit hole if I'm being honest with you because we're just we're, we love everybody so <laughs> no I, I I get it that can be a very tough line to toe as well so like just yeah just keep writing about what you know about you know what you love and what what your your experience is and that that will just keep you going you know so that's exactly. the best are you telling yeah. us what to do Sydney I'm Ooh, am I being called no, out she's right now? Yeah. She's, she's like, all right, this is what y'all need to do right now. What y'all need to do. <laughs> Just be yourselves. That's all I want. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. That's we'll good go direction. We'll run run it. Good. Yeah. Right. Like, right. <laughs> all right. Um, my next question for you guys, kind of summing off of that, then I guess, is what would be your dream um artist or band lineup to go on tour with? Like dead or alive. Or does it have to be alive? Does it have to be dead? What uh, if we okay do oh. alive first, and then I want to know like your all time. Uh, uh, as a band or personally, because I know as a band the boys would love to go on tour with Green Day, and I. Blink- oh Blink- my god, that would be. Sick. We would love. We would love to open for them, and I think we can speak for all that because a lot of our music is like a female Green Day. And we, oh yeah, uh, we talk. About I agree. So I think it'd be cool to have a badass like like female fronted female like supported band open yeah. for them. that's yeah. probably but personally honestly probably alanis honest yeah i'd be Hell yeah or said yeah. i would love to go on tour with always like they're spelled a l v v a i s yeah they're so good i love them they might be a little too heavy for them though no i mean i think they're pretty much realm like indie turnover too would be an amazing one yeah they're a big i love turnover they're so fucking good I don't know. Am I am I familiar with Turnover? I'm not sure. Oh, I'll send you. I'll send you their. Uh, please, please do. I would love to listen to any any and all new music. I would love to. <laughs> How about Dead? Oh, yeah. Dead? Oh, yeah. that's 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 a good question. Um, obviously, like oh, as far as like going into personally, I would love to go on tour with like Nirvana. Well, like yeah. 
that would be sick. Oh, alive Foo Fighters. I would love to. Yeah. Ooh, oh my God. I could see that. Yes, that would be that would be iconic. Well, be I think for me, like even though they're not dead, but like they're older during their prime would probably be dead in the black arts. Oh, I would be fucking smoked. Yeah. Oh my God. I could totally see that. That would yeah. oh we're, that would be so sick. I'm not gonna tell you how, but we're trying to get our stuff to Joan Jet and yeah. we, we have a good shot of doing it. We're, we're working on Ingle Girl. <laughs> oh my god. Do it. I, I'm manifesting for you guys. That will that would be amazing. <laughs> all right. Do you guys have any upcoming live shows at all? And if so, where can we catch you guys? Yep. Yes, we are playing June 9th at the basement. The OG, not the basement east yep. on 8th Avenue in Nashville. It is our EP release. Ooh. We put our EP out so you can learn all the songs and sing to it. And you gotta <laughs> come rock out with us. <laughs> 69 or 69 fest okay 69 yeah pepperwood just popped on that we actually got the opportunity to have the whole night which is really cool and very rare and we're very thankful for gil and the basement crew for doing that but we are playing with jack the underdog and i don't know if you i i don't know i don't know he's great he's great he's phenomenal and pepperwood is awesome too they're up and coming they're not as pop punk as they are like kind of like california dad rock but also very dope man (laughs) you know dad rock still works in a way. Dad rock. <laughs> like anybody who can make a move, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you're here to party, then I'm here to party, you know what I mean? So <laughs> Nice. Is that your only show coming up then? Just the the we have EP some release? summer stuff coming up and we're going to try to book some touring stuff, but yeah. we don't want to tell you guys stuff that isn't down mm. the pipeline. We we're trying yeah. to get up out of Nashville this fall for sure. And that's nice. I can give you. Yeah. Nice. Amazing. Well, that's exciting. Whenever you guys come around to other parts of the country, that will be so exciting. And I hope other people go out and see you guys. So thank you. Yay. All right. Well, then tell me a little bit about your debut EP, Girls Are Scary. Tell me a little bit about the inspiration for all of that and maybe some of your favorite your favorite songs off of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You well, start with your favorite song? My favorite song on it is Curling Iron. It's just nice. such a bikini kill and so 90s. Like, and it's just like, just so cut through. Like, it's my favorite bass line to play. Like, she kick ass. I'm pretty sure line. about like 58 of those plays on Curling Iron is me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's been so good. 58 is my dad's high school football number. No way. Yeah. What a <laughs> hey, lot. you have to be your own like biggest hype woman sometimes. You know, you're like, yes, I'm listening to the song. It's such a banger. Like, <laughs> it's true. Exactly. That's funny. For right. me, my favorite track on the album is probably Lie. Um, and it's just because of the way it all came together EP wise. It's a very, very honest and brutal song. Um, but it also reminds me of like some 2000s Avril Lavigne shit, which, which is like really fun. And it's really fun to perform live, which is also a reason I love that one. Yeah. But our inspiration kind of came from just like, again, picking my brain and putting stuff into it. And I think the boys are all very in tune with their emotions as well. And I think that they kind of felt what I was writing about and they put, you know, Tommy is very much about music first. So he put stuff that you could rock with um, to those lyrics and he shaped those songs. And then Gabe is such a great idea, man. He's all about feel. He adds in nuances and feeling that I never would have thought of. And so he kind of started to shape the personality of these tracks to really fit all of us. And Hunter came in and he kind of said, all right, everyone, let's tighten up and make this as best as it could possibly be. Brought the structure. And he brought structure. Um, And so inspiration is kind of from uh it's kind of like a breakup and rebirth album both of yourself coming of age um and kind of just going through stuff that is in your early to late 20s and kind of not having it all together but keep keep on moving that and 
yeah going through the motions and but like trying to be better you know yeah that is so true and that is honestly so relatable for for me and for so many people out there because I I feel like the the perspective I had as like a teenager was like oh once I'm in my like my 20s it'll it'll all come together but I'm I'm here I'm 23 and I'm like I I don't know what's going on well, you know like, girl, I turned 28 two days ago and I still don't know <laughs> like, Gemini related birthday oh my god thank you yay that's so exciting but um to <laughs> touch on fun? that like there's a song on the album called 25 and it's you hit it right on the head the yeah. reason it's called 25 I wrote that song when I was 21 and the reason I, I started that song at 21 was because 25 seems so old when we were kids. I'll mm-hmm. get, the, get it together by the time I'm 25. Mm-hmm. No one has it together by the time they're 25. Fuck no. The, it's, kind of, <laughs> it's a coming of age song truly for that reason. And it's exactly what you said. And, and you know, I love hearing that because uh, we don't like to talk about behind the lyrics too much because we like people to actually pull from their own experiences and take yeah. it to but I that song that. specifically yeah. is exactly over that mindset. And you feel like you got it together when you're younger. I'll figure it out. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, yeah, like I said, I just remember being a teenager and seeing my, my like people who I worked with who were in their mid twenties. And I'm like, wow, they, they've got to be such adults. And now that I'm <laughs> like here and I'm like, I still feel like I'm like, a kid you know like I still feel like there's adult adults and then there's me and then it's just like it's being in your 20s is such a weird time and I think it's so important to like highlight that and talk about it because I feel like so many people feel like this should have it figured out but most people don't and (laughs) it's important to like touch on that so right that's wild yeah it's so wild like you know society like tells you like you see all these commercials of like really young people and really nice houses driving really nice Audis or whatever and like I mean, it's, it's just that it's just image. Like, you know, it's not real. And so that's something that I really admire about our EP is because it is so real. And so many people do experience the things that we talk about in the EP itself in the songs. And just like G said, like 25 is a very powerful song for that reason. Yeah. I love that. When I'm not sad, wins. like that song is all about mental health and growing up. And that song is about, I struggle like I said, we talked about this. I'm a loud person, so I struggle outwardly. And that song is about coming of age and realizing, yeah, I know. I know I'm not doing well. And I know I'm destroying everything around me. And nobody's more aware of it than I am. God damn, mm-hmm. please give me some grace. Nobody hates myself more than me when I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. That Yeah, I you ha- hit some very heavy topics on this EP, which I think is so important. You know, it's important for people to feel like they're not alone. So I think you did a really good job of that. So thank you. They're sneaky awesome. though. Songs are all upbeat. So you don't That's feel true. like you're getting beaten down with some mood. Those shit, are you know? my you're like, yeah, nobody. I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so sad. But you know, Apple did that shit too. They so. did. They really yeah. did. Very upbeat songs, but it's just that, like, holy those shit. are like dark when you think about it. Those are my favorite type of like emo songs. You know, the ones where you you're like, wow. This makes me so happy. And then you're like, oh my God, this is so sad. And you're like, right. you know. Oh, okay. Like, sir, Absolutely. you are crying for help. Like, 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 do you need a therapist? Do you need something? Like, cut my wrist and black bottom. Like, dude, what? Right. Like, what are you thinking about, dude? You need help. Like, oh, that's so funny. 
Oh but my god! Bit, you know, music is kind of a way of therapy, almost in a way. It like, is. Whenever you can't yeah. find help, like writing those songs is kind of a catharsis for that. You know, because I always feel like when I write music in general, like if I'm having you know a moment of weakness or if I feel like I can't handle it on my own, when I just write it out and then put it to a song, it like somehow alleviates that in a way. It doesn't get rid of it completely. You never completely get rid of your trauma, but it does alleviate it and it does help you because you're like. I've solidified this and I, it's real now and it's not just in my head and I yeah. finally like got it out, you know, but still yeah. go see a therapist. Everyone should see yeah. a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely go see a licensed psychologist if you need it. Like <laughs> Therapy <laughs> is good. I'm therapy, I <laughs> promise. Just, you know, write music to cure your depression. That's it, not what it, I'm saying. It doesn't like, work. We, we have girls, are, we, and it's called Girls Are Scary because it's a lot of it's from my brain and it started there. And, you know, now Rose is filling it out in an instrumental way. And actually she sings uh, backup vocals. And I think a couple of lead vocals coming down the pipeline. Ooh, uh, exciting. Very much about a group thing. So, but it's girls are scary, dude. We're scary to boys. We're scary in our own brains. And goddamn, you better watch out because we we'll, <laughs> we got this shit. Yes, so we do. Confident women. That is exactly what we what we do here. We love confident women. <laughs> Amazing. All right, my next question for you guys: What is one song written by another artist that you wish you would have written yourself? You want to go first on that one? I don't, do you have an answer? Because I got so many. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take. I'll take a couple answers if or you two, want. A couple <laughs> answers. I got a couple. Okay. Okay. Like since we were talking about always, I think "Adult Diversion" by Always oh, is. Song. I love that song. I wish I wrote that song because it's <laughs> so beautiful. It's like you know, and it's another song about like kind of like coming of age almost. I'm not sure if that's what they wrote you know, the content for initially, but like, you know, the lyrics are like, if I should fall, you know, act as though it didn't happen and I will retreat and then go back to university. And I'm just like, you know, originally when you hear that song, you think university, like college, but like, no, they mean like university, like within yeah. like yourself, like within your soul, like you go back to that university, like the, that's true. Like people fall, people, you know, hit that rock bottom and that's okay to hit rock bottom. Allison, our own friend, like the one who's with Damp Girl Productions, shout out. <laughs> no, I, I, either way, she's done no, a lot she, for us. No, 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 I'm just like, I was saying like, not but the shout out. Her, you know, she's like, <laughs> feel like everybody needs to hit rock bottom at some point in their life because she's they, an advocate you know, for that. She's a huge advocate. She says, I'm an advocate for rock bottom because if you don't hit rock bottom, you will not get better. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's uh, one song I wish I would have written just for like that kind of purpose. Oh, um, oh God. It's, I know it's a really hard thing. Cause like, there's so many, like, I wish I would have written, I don't know, keep your head up by Tupac. Cause like he talks about, you know, like living in poverty and like, you know, uh, just, you know, being a minority in America and the struggles of having to deal with that, you know, and I'm like, I get that. I mean, I'm Middle Eastern, I'm Iranian. So I get that, like, in a different perspective. And like, whenever I hear other songs, like from other artists who write about those struggles and write about, you know, the setbacks that they had to deal with coming up in this world, like, it's just mm -hmm. helpful to me, because I'm like, sometimes when you hear that type of music, when you hear those lyrics, it's almost like these are thoughts that are already in your head, but now somebody is saying it. And it like yeah. makes it real for you and it makes it solidified for you. So that's probably another one. I'm nice. not going to rap. I probably will never rap. <laughs> God, rap I'm, is a special kind of talent that really I don't have. <laughs> we have like, a friend I, yeah. who's a female rapper. Her name is Phoenix Red. She just put out a Ooh. song 
ago called um, I, uh, I, I, need just a, need a fan. I Just Need a Fan. It's really good. We were bopping it this morning in the car. Oh, and actually, we could collab with her at some point because we would love to have like a rock and then kind of like rap track together. Yeah. Like kind of Honestly, like- my favorite kind of genre is or like songs, you know, is like the ones where you've got like a power like rock chorus with like more of the rap verses like like um 21 pilots is really good at doing that like they oh yeah i love them we actually have some rap some not rap elements but like we actually have some of that kind of flow to some of our verses as well because i'm a wordy motherfucker so i (laughs) talk a lot and i have a lot to say so we we kind of adapt adapt that i did think of one song at least for me Ooh, yeah Um, uh Vienna by Billy Joel. Oh, that's a beautiful. And I love Billy Joel. He's from up north. um, And that's one. I like Billy Joel too. Yeah. He is that song, um, uh, the one, it's just all about like, you're okay, you're fine. And it's so eloquently put. Like, he's so, he writes so beautifully. Um, I think he wrote that for his daughter. He, he did. I think so too. Yeah. Slow, slow down. You're doing fine. You can't be everything you want to be before your time. Look, I'm like tearing up thinking about it. Cause that's me all the time. I'm like, we're not doing enough. We're not, we're not moving fast enough. And <laughs> I love that song. Sorry. Right. Ooh, no. uh, but it's also music's beautiful. emotional. It. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I wish I fucking like, wrote that song, you know, and yeah. it's all telling you like, you know, take your time because you know, Vienna waits for you. Like slow down, you crazy child, take the phone off the hook and disappear for a while. Yeah. Like sometimes you have to do that. Like, I mean, I yeah. kind of did that before I came to Nashville. Like I didn't talk to anybody. I was just like a recluse and I didn't like mm-hmm. it, but I needed it. And you trusted you know? yourself to do it. And I trusted the process. Exactly. Yeah. That's probably That's the- so beautiful. Um, I honestly, like, I don't even freaking I don't even know dude like that's probably the biggest one for me I know I'm the song I'm like I did a lot of the songwriting here uh, I but like truthfully like it's gonna sound crazy but something like Longview is so hard for Sick. me to write about and it's because it's just about like living in that second and not being too flowery and so yeah I kind of wish I'd write a song like like Longview or fucking What's My Age Again by Blank because they're yeah. what self-esteem by the offspring yeah i wish i wrote too because they're so blunt right they're just like it's okay i got no self i got no (laughs) self-esteem fuck it like we're gonna go again like and and they're smart and they're catchy and they're witty and that's something that i work on every day with my writing because i'm always like my heart hurts so much and like blah 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 but like i want to be a little bit more like like kind of like and we kind of did that with Curly Kind of edgier, yeah. We did that with Curly yeah. Like, yeah. That song is a, it's like a female kick-ass song, but it's definitely more topical. So Yeah, I get it. Yeah, being... I Yeah, I love those kind of edgy songs. I don't know, for some reason, whenever you, you, all those songs you listed, it reminded me of um, My Worst Enemy by Lit, I think, did that song. I also, <laughs> I, I love that one too. It's it's another like whiny, like, oh, I'm my own worst enemy kind of thing. You know, I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> I love yeah, we, that we kind love of music. That <laughs> we love that song. When we cover that, Rose is gonna sing with vocals on that one because yeah, well. I I bombed. <laughs> oh. oh no! I'm performing it to give yourself some. Grace. No, no, I'm just making a joke. But like, it's like this is there's so many. That's why I love having a band because there's so many that we have. But anyways, yeah, we love that song too. It just made yeah. Me amazing oh my god i love that yeah all all amazing answers and yeah i i feel like i have like a thousand songs that i wish i would have written myself too so like like, that's i don't i don't um 
I feel like I should, but I don't. So if you ever want yeah. to pop us some some poetry or some diary entries, <laughs> try to put your shit to words, girl. Oh my god, that would be amazing. I've I've never yeah, I've never like sat down and been like, I'm gonna write a song, but I've definitely considered it before and I'm like, is this cheesy? I don't know. Like it's just you can always yeah. you can always chat with us. We like you said, we're very much open books. Like if you ever want advice, we're just two women chilling, but and I don't know how That's much true. But we're more than happy to ever take a look at something and we'll probably I know I can speak for myself and actually I can for Rose here too. We'll both be honest. Yeah, I and I appreciate that kind of feedback from anyone too. I, I hate when someone's like, Oh, that's the most amazing thing ever. And then like secretly they're like, That is so bad. It's like, why would I waste yeah. my time on something if it's like terrible? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I prefer brutally honest people. Like if it sucks, tell me it sucks. Cause I don't want to go out there and give something that sucks. Like if exactly. Tell me how I can fix it. What do you Be think? Like, I don't I don't want to go on stage and people think I'm like the cringiest motherfucker alive. Like I don't want that. Like, you know, like, yeah, but uh, you said about keep doing what you're doing, right? Yeah. There's uh, different flavors. Different flavors. There, are. there, there definitely are. Yeah. I think as long as you're doing your own thing and you can sing in key and you can play shit that makes people move, you're doing all right. Right. Yeah. Wait. I was saying, like, are are you, you guys sorry are you guys familiar yeah. with steen queen at all yeah i love her yeah i i love her too and she she definitely is one of those that's a different flavor for sure like when i first started listening to her stuff i was like whoa this is like this is crazy right i was like i've never heard anything like this before and and some people like to hate her for it and i i just i don't get it you know because she's she's doing her own thing she's living her truth she is she just won an award last night at the Heavy Music Awards. Like she's out here doing things. So like she's the one who does. She's TikTok famous. Pink Rover, Pink Rover, <laughs> Howard over. That sounds. Look, you look her up afterward. Yeah, look, look, like look her up. Song eighteen plus. Some of her other I stuff. Love like, that song. Yeah, that song's <laughs> really, really good. Um, some of her other stuff, like I love the like the backbeat of it. Um, and I just I do love how honest she is with who she is as a person. So yeah, I, I think she's for freaking. But like, here's the thing: if people are talking shit about you, you're doing something we're talking about. It's true. True. That is so true. Oh, that's my biggest thing yeah if we're talking shit about you because you treat people like shit you should probably yeah adjust. then you need to like yeah i believe we should give everybody a chance to adjust unless they are doing physical emotional or sexual damage on somebody right um, but, but sometimes people fuck up sometimes people act out i know sometimes i'm snippy because i'm anxious mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. people, gotta give people grace to you know, but like unless you're do and all that to say, unless you're doing something shitty, if people are talking shit about you and they're talking about you, you're doing something, and it's usually because what yeah. Rose said. Because damn, I listen to this girl most days. It's a <laughs> of themselves. If, if people are in your TikTok comments saying that your music's trash, they just don't understand creativity and art. Or they're jealous. You know? Or they're, or like, they're jealous. They're jealous. Yeah, they they're coming from like they're typing it up in their mom's basement somewhere. Like they're no, but I mean, oftentimes it's because they don't like what they're doing. They don't like the environment they're in, and they don't like who mm -hmm. they see here when they wake up in the morning to possibly brush their teeth. Because I can't. <laughs> 
brush their teeth in the first place. So either way, long story short, fact of the matter don't is be that a dick. don't be a dick. But also, if anybody has something bad to say and it doesn't come from a place of constructive criticism, like, okay, this is what I didn't like. If it's just some like, you know, off the wall shit, like your music's trash or you look like this or you sound like this and it's there's no like logical backing to it, it's because no. it's coming from a place of their own hurt. And that's all it is, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's one thing to take constructive criticism. It's another thing to take the opinions of somebody that's not doing what you're doing. So exactly. You know, I will always say if I don't like somebody's music, I will always be like, I don't get it. But if I do respect it, I'll be like, I respect it because it's, it's something that they're moving on. And just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. Right. Yeah, absolutely. From somebody I wouldn't take advice from in the first place. So TikTok commenters with like no profile picture, I'm not going to take advice from them. So I'm not going to take criticism. You want to sleep with them. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> it's sometimes there's the ones too that are like their whole profile is like I'm just here to troll on everyone and I'm like okay so yeah. you have nothing better to do with your time like exactly. just like delete <sighs> your account bro <laughs> exactly. yeah. well we love it it's uh, all yeah. please somebody troll on our tiktok because we figured out instagram reels but for some reason tiktok hates us yeah i guess so comment <laughs> comment shit yeah post. please trash talk is all you want at least it'll go yeah exactly <laughs> okay i'll 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 take one for the team and i'll i'll hypothetically trash talk you just so that <laughs> So that, so that it ends up on people's for you pages and they're like wow why does she hate them so much and then she'll find out that you're on my podcast and they'll be like what the fuck is going it's on it's promo. It's promo, bitch. <laughs> I, love I, that. I sound like jesse pink i love that reference that was amazing <laughs> okay we're gonna have to start to wrap this up it's we're getting close to that time here so um i guess one of my final questions for you guys here. Are you guys releasing any new music anytime soon at all? We're in the works of writing for our next album. And we are Ooh. in the works of writing a song for our friend's film. So yep. you will definitely yeah. hear something and it'll come out as a single and we will yep. have we will have music for you soon. We are getting a lot of and we I don't know if anyone who actually like if we have any fans, but like if anyone is listening to this. <laughs> All the feedback that we've gotten, thank you, yes. because it pushes us, and we've we've received a lot of momentum, and we're very blessed, or lucky, or whatever, to to have that momentum, and um, it want we want to write more. So yeah, yeah. and I don't think we ever amazing. We have a song that didn't make it onto the EP that we two have, songs, two songs, but the one I'm, the one is in New York. Mm-hmm. I've had, I'm not kidding, four or five people be like, when are you releasing that song? Right. Ooh. That's always exciting. I love I love when people like want to know when a song's come out and you go, I don't know. I might it might not. And then they go, No, I need it. Like give it to me. And you're like, okay, okay, right. fine. Like no, it's <laughs> come out. We actually might do you're talking about this too. I don't even think I told you this yet. We actually might release a live album recording of our EP from our EP release. So it's Ooh. something that, that is capable of doing um and we we actually might do that I so that's you, a good idea uh, yeah, that's exciting. Um, great thank you so much for your input i probably should have told you this offline <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time i'm hearing it y'all like, well okay. it's an excellent yeah. idea i'm here for it <laughs> wonderful <laughs> all right um before we wrap this up is there anything else that you guys want listeners to know about you anything you want to walk away from the interview with them knowing anything just keep doing what you're doing if you're a musician like us don't stop it just keep going no matter Um, how hard it is no matter how many days you look at the paper and the pen you're just like i can't fucking do it 
do it. Doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Just keep going till your fingers hurt, till your legs hurt playing them drums, like till your eyes are fucking bloodshot and looking at the computer, like, you know, producing whatever it is that you do, don't stop doing it. Yeah. My, mine would be um, for the women who think that they are too much or another song, like that's actually another song, Lord, a liability. Um, for the women who feel like they're liabilities or they're too much or they're loud you just haven't found the right people who um, respect you, but you also need to be your own biggest advocate and keep yourself in check because all of your good qualities will, you will diminish it in your own worst enemy, but just keep moving. You're not too much for anybody else. If anybody else tells you that you're too much, you are, have enough for yourself to fulfill and you'll right. be fine. That is beautiful. That is beautiful advice. And I, I definitely could take that advice too. Cause I, I feel so like burnt out and drained a lot of the time too. So I, I just got to keep moving, keep doing what I'm doing and have confidence in what I'm doing, you know? So right. yeah, if you ain't somebody's flavor, it'll be somebody else's flavor. That's okay. Some exactly. people like chocolate. Some people like vanilla. It's okay. That's how I like pistachio. Yeah. Well, some people like pistachio, apparently. We're Middle Eastern. We like pistachios. <laughs> See, I, I'm not a pistachio fan, but I'm also not Middle Eastern. So. <laughs> true, true. Pistachio. That's a good name for a band. Honestly, Pistachio lovers. Well, we don't right. take any more of your time, dear. Thank you for no. having Thank you so incredibly much for, yeah, for sitting down and taking time to interview with me today. It's been so wonderful chatting with you guys and meeting you guys, even if it's just over the internet. It's been so nice talking we'll to you. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. You know, just come on down for the EP release. It's not short. Yeah, notice or anything. <laughs> yeah I definitely, I, I would love to, if I had unlimited funds, I would be there, but I don't. So <laughs> we did too. We fly you out, but we're poor. That's that's okay. That is the state of the world these days. We're all kind of poor. So <laughs> now, say for now, she makes me manifest, and I'll for tell now. you it works. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, thank you guys so much again, and thank you. It, it's thank been an you. honor. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, that was the women of Vern. I hope you guys really enjoyed this interview with them. It was so fun chatting with them and just having a lot of fun getting to know them a little bit better. If you're interested in learning more about them, their band is named Vern with a three instead of the E. So it's V3RN. And if you want to follow them on Instagram, their handle is at It's Vern Music, of course, with the three instead of the E. Make sure you check out their brand new EP titled Girls Are Scary. The R is just the letter R, not the word. Um, it's out now, so make sure you check it out. It's incredible. I know you guys are going to love it. As always, thank you so much to Juliana and Rose for taking time out of their days to interview with me. I had so much fun chatting with them, and I hope you guys really enjoyed the positive energy that they were emitting the entire interview. They were so fun. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, this is where I'm going to have to leave you for the week. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. If this was your first one, thank you so much for checking me out. I hope you guys really enjoyed this week's featured artist in our interview with Vern. Make sure you tune in again next week on Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for an all-new episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. And make sure to check out poppunkpromo.com for everything and anything involving the podcast, including an entire list of all of the artists we have featured and interviewed throughout the course of the series. And you can even get in on all of the playlists that I have created with all the featured artists. Until next time, stay safe. Have a great rest of your week. Be good to yourself and each other, and we'll see you again in the next one. See you guys later.